electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Tech heavyweights Alphabet and Microsoft reporting second quarter earnings after the close and the first to show investors whether the hype around AI is actually justified. That's the focus of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosa. Dee? Frank, we know the bull case for mega cap tech, and really we've seen it play out all year. There's the pristine balance sheets, wide moats, generative AI, of course. That's come along with ever higher valuations, greater concentration in a handful of names. But it also raises the stakes this week because even a wobble from any of them, that could shake the whole market. So just in case, I wanted to use this time to highlight some potential red flags. Red flag one, that would be tech's massive outperformance in the first half. As Bernstein notes, tech is now trading at a 54% premium to the market. That's its highest level in 45 years other than the dot-com bubble. And compare it to its historical average premium of just 26%. It's not like the fundamentals either have boosted valuations this year. Five of the six largest mega caps have had negative earnings revisions for 2023 over the last year. And all of tech's relative outperformance this year, it has come from multiple expansions. So in other words, the stock price is going up faster than the fundamentals. Red flag two, the generative AI hype cycle. Investors have moved into this show me the money era. So tech may have to justify this rally with actual tangible AI driven revenue and earnings. There is always the chance we get another NVIDIA, which delivered exactly that, but it's unlikely. Even Microsoft, which got investors excited about that $30 a month AI subscription, it'll have to sell those subscriptions against a slower macro backdrop where companies are trying to cap their IT spending. That leads us to the third red flag, and that is Cloud Outlook and CapEx. Uh, growth has been decelerating for all the big cloud players and investors are looking for signs that it's bottomed out or is bottoming. But there's also a new worry this quarter, and that is CapEx. Bernstein writes, all of those NVIDIA GPUs have got to be going somewhere. We could see where they've been going this quarter. Um, guys, I'm wondering what your previous guests would think about this segment. What a Debbie Downer. But I we got to tell folks about the red flags. <laughs> we would call you out for being too <laughs> negative. But I, but I think your point is well taken. The setup is has been very bullish, so the expectations are high. The analysts are still upgrading these names. I mean, Meta got, a, got an upgrade yesterday ahead, ahead of results. So I, I just, I wonder, you know, you said NVIDIA beat already high expectations. Microsoft continues to surprise us, including this announcement yeah. this week on, on charging for AI. So it does feel like there still could be upside depending on how these businesses are thinking about monetizing this trend. It also depends on how much runway, right, the, the investors want to give them. Yes, the excitement is still there. And the fact that Microsoft could charge $30 a user a month, that could lead to billions and billions of dollars in more revenue. But that's further off, right? So are we in this era where investors want to see this now? They want tangible results. We're not going to get that from Microsoft because that's still some sure. time in the future. I mean, is anyone going to be able to deliver that other than NVIDIA? I guess it's, you know, even if you look at like five-year earnings, it's not that far off from the historical average. So it does beg the question, where is it coming from? But again, not everything has to make sense. We've seen <laughs> even the speculative stocks in tech run up this year. So it may just be momentum, hype cycle continuing. Yeah, I think also the question on how much the cloud or 
IT spending environment is slowing to the macro concerns, too. It's kind of been hard to figure out. TikTok keeps pushing the envelope despite having a regulatory target on its back here in the U.S. The social media platform recently announcing a push into music as well as retail. Deirdre Bosa and Steve Kovac are here to discuss. All right, uh, Deirdre, lay this out for us, uh, <laughs> given the fact that this is, I think, yet one more example of a, an Internet company, of a social media company becoming a, a all-in-one, one-stop shop. And what's unusual about this is that it is a Chinese one. I mean, Chinese companies have traditionally had a lot of trouble moving into the West. They haven't even tried to. And then TikTok came along and um, proved, essentially, that it could be a real competitor to American Internet companies like Facebook. So you saw... Uh, Timu from Pinduoduo, as well as Xi'an, these Chinese e-commerce companies, actually begin to have a lot of success here. They've flooded the market with a lot of advertising, Super Bowl ads, but they're gaining success and they're gaining American consumers. So now TikTok is looking at that and saying, hey, we want a piece of this also. But I don't know if you've used any of these, Morgan or Tyler. It is quite the experience. It is not shopping as we know it. It is shopping with Chinese characteristics. <laughs> Uh, Steve Kovac, you're laughing at that. I, I also think it's interesting we're getting this news uh, 24 hours or I guess 48 hours after the rebrand of Twitter into X. You took the words right out of my mouth. So we've been talking about X as the super app, or at least Elon Musk has. Well, that's kind of what TikTok is doing, not just this. They're trying uh, to do. Trying to do, not yeah. just this e-commerce thing, but just last week they added a new way to post with just text. We know TikTok, of course, as a video app. And then they're also getting into music streaming, taking on Spotify and Apple Music. And, and that's an interesting move here, too. They're doing it only in Brazil and Indonesia now. But look, TikTok actually got its start as a different app called Musical.ly, where people would kind of do these funny lip sync videos with music. It's become a huge music discovery platform along with YouTube and Spotify. And so if none, there are tons of other streamers trying to take on YouTube, or Spotify and Apple Music, rather, the two market leaders. But this one actually could have a chance just because of that dedicated TikTok user base if they ever do bring it here to the United States and expand more. Dieter, what are apps going to look like in five years? I mean, if, <laughs> if that's what we're talking about here is the, is the kind of the change in the way we interact with apps yeah. and our phone, what's it, what's it going to be like? You know, that is a difficult question because we have this big generative AI shift. So who even knows if we're using our phones, looking at apps, going on the Internet? That could all change. However, what Elon Musk, what Mark Zuckerberg, what many tech leaders have hoped their own apps would look like are, as Steve has been talking about, super apps. But it's a very different case here than it is in a place like Asia, where the Internet, where payment systems evolve very differently. So we know that, you know, this isn't the first time that Elon Musk has tried to copy, or actually you could even say he was thinking about super apps before the Chinese were, but he hasn't been successful in doing so, um, Tyler. But what is the future of shopping online? I mean, mm -hmm. that is a good question. Maybe you do need to open the Timu app. It's like um, my producer this morning said it was like gambling, like you're spinning wheels, stuff is popping up at you. The discovery function is so much more built out than, say, an Amazon, but it's really in your face, and you're getting offered free stuff, free money all the time. Not to mention he orders something that might show up in two days or two weeks or two months. You don't know. It's, yeah. it's not like this guaranteed prime shipping thing. It's a very different experience. But like Deirdre was saying, huge. It's it's what's, number what's one, the number two in the, the merchandise. Chinese uh, junk. Not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> plastic stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. 
So yeah, that's what they're going, but it's huge. It's, it's cheap, that's the thing. If you wanna buy a case of toothpicks or something, it's probably better than going to you know, Walmart or Target. Case of toothpicks, yeah. that sounds All good. Right. Put that on my birthday there list, you go. please. <laughs> Deirdre Bosa, Steve Kovac, thanks for joining us. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.